Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience without Steve. We got DJ Rock Lobster in this place. Just like we always planned it. Yes, at last. Steve will be back. I don't think he will be back tomorrow, will he? I don't know. There was a long email. Yeah, and he's just, he thinks he's making it like easier on everybody, but it's like so complicated that our boss was like, I'm going to swallow some pills now. You guys are driving me crazy. Um, um, let's see. I got it here. Uh, Thursday, Steve out. Steve is off. Yeah. It's going to be you and Miss Shannon. Okay. And then Friday, fun. year off, it's going to be Steve and Kelly and Dawn, because I'm going to be out. Oh, my goodness. That's fun, though. And then next week, it all it happens again. Really, it does. But, it you know, does. But don't worry. Don't worry. Listen, don't worry. anyway. We're, it's all getting our, we're taking time, time off to get our Halloween costumes together. That's right. Um, okay, so Megan McCain has got a new book. And I'm not sure if it's quite out yet. Let me just check. Let me just check. I don't know when it's coming out. But anyway, I'm not going to read it. Um, (laughs) It's out this week. It's called Bad Republican, Uh where she explains exactly why she left The View. She said it wasn't just one thing, but the last straw was, not surprisingly, Joy Behar. Now, she was the only Republican on the show, okay? And... Being the only anything on the show has got to be difficult. She constantly felt ganged up on. She constantly felt mistreated, even by Whoopi Goldberg, who was actually an ally to her for the first few years. And she describes the atmosphere in general as toxic and hostile. But she was able to deal with all of it until she returned from having a baby. And... As it turns out, she was battling some severe postpartum anxiety. And this was what had happened on the show where she finally went, that's it. Here's a clip. I'm talking about, I'm talking about somebody else. You missed me so much when I was on maternity leave. You missed me so much. You missed fighting with me. I did not. I did not miss you. Okay, I, somebody oh let somebody answer can the I, question. Can I weigh in? Or I'm you know what? That's so nasty. I, I like to that's weigh like in. So nasty. Whoopi, can I, I weigh in? Okay, guys, guys, rude. Like, hold on, please? hold on. Stop. Everybody, stop. Everybody, stop. That's so rude. Yikes. Okay, so you heard what Joy said. She just said, "No, yes. I didn't miss you." Zero. Meanwhile, she doesn't know that Meghan McCain is dealing with this, you know, postpartum issue. So she basically said it was toxic. It was hostile. Um, After that argument, 
she said, I didn't have the emotional bandwidth anymore to try with any of them anymore. I thought I was a part of the show, you know, a show where women can have the kinds of conversations that society doesn't generally make space for women to have. And then she just didn't feel like it was pro women. I don't blame her. I, I I don't have thick enough skin to be able to deal with something like that. Well, and on those on that show, they bring in somebody to sort of be the provocateur. Like, yes, hey, here's the person who disagrees, you know, with the things that the other three say. Let's see what that looks like. But it's like feeding her to the lions. Right. You know, I just why would you either a you'd have to pay me a lot of money to be the only person with a particular opinion or I would just never even jump in the cage. You're right. It's a tough thing to go in there every day. I do, I do it every day. I know. I know. <laughs> very, very di- difficult. It can be damaging to your ego. Yeah. I mean, working with Steve has definitely taken a few uh, years off of your life. Yeah, and we're all, exactly. You know, trying to help <laughs> as much as we can. Oh, man. What a journey. Uh, so, again, that book comes out this week. It's called Bad Republican. Uh, in movie news, uh, you may have heard that Harry Styles has a new part, a new role. He is going to play the brother of Thanos. Is that how you say it? Thanos? I think Thanos. Thanos? Yeah. So I'm him. not a big Marvel guy. I know Steve Oh, is. you're not. I, I just am not. I kind of wanted to be, especially because I have a 10-year-old. It seems like it'd be in our wheelhouse. I just, meh. All right. Well, uh, Harry Styles will be playing Eros. Oh, Ar- E-R-O-S? Isn't he like a, a love god or something? He's a fun-loving, carefree womanizer and adventurer. Eros. Mm. Eros. I do want to see what he's going to look like, though. You didn't go to his show at the XL, did you? No, I'm sure I would look like somebody's mom if I went to that show or grandma. But damn, he is a really attractive guy. Yes, the, the ladies, they love Harry Styles. They definitely do. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, guys, I know lots of guys who love Hallmark movies. Yes. And guess what, Rocco? Tell me. You can spend the night inside one. Okay, where do I do that? Okay, thank you for asking. As I stall, because... There's not an audio clip I need to play, is there? No, okay, not at all. But do you watch these movies? Does I your do wife not, watch them? No. You don't? No. I do love cheeseball things, but Hallmark is not really my thing. It's not? No. Okay. Mine either. I do have a roommate that thoroughly enjoys it, but apparently my link is not working. I'm so sorry. This is why I print stuff. That's right. I'm finding one. You um, are? Club Wyndham. That's it, right? I think that sounds They're celebrating right. uh, the countdown to Christmas movie fest. Yes. You can stay in a place in New York City, Vail, Colorado, or Nashville, Tennessee. There you go. Because in New York City, you can celebrate a classic Hallmark Channel Christmas, or a snowy mountain Christmas in Vail, <laughs> or a country Christmas in Nashville. I know which one you'd pick. Funny, Rocco. Funny. I would not go to Nashville. You've been there enough. I have. I've probably been there 25 times. I would go to New York City. Yeah. Then I could squeeze in a visit with the old fam. Are you not? I I think I'd go to Vail. Vail's very beautiful. You know what? I'm worried about the altitude. Yeah? I'm worried that I'm going to have some, like, vertigo issues. You know, I just went to, like, Breckenridge last winter, and one of the things they sell now is, like, oxygen cans in stores. Do they really? Yeah. So 
uh, my cousin bought a handful of them and we just kept them in our backpack. And if, if you ever were feeling lightheaded, you could just, uh, uh, you know, put it in your mouth and suck some oxygen. Another thing, cause I, I actually have been out to Colorado and had some, um, you know, issues with the altitude. Yeah. You can also rent, let's say you're going out there for three, four days. You can rent like an oxygen, oxygen machine, you know, from like a medical supply store. And then you just put it in your room, keep it in your room, throw it in your nose when you need it. It helps, you know? Can't you just get masks that have oxygen in them? Maybe. You know, how about those things that come down from the oh, like, plane? Yeah, but you you don't have a plane when you're at your hotel room. So is the oxygen going through some kind of... Yeah, you can buy... You get this oxygen tank, you know, it's like on wheels, like you see people, and you just you sit in your chair and suck some oxygen. I don't understand the concept of the plane one, though. Where's the oxygen coming from? Because Probably from it's, some tank of some kind, right? But the mask is... Oh, yeah, it's got a tube attached yeah, to it. Okay, yeah. got it. Glad we cleared that up. It's 11-11, yeah. make a wish. Oh, yeah. What are we doing? Oh, my gosh. It's going to be Christmas here before we know it. So uh, go and take advantage of your Hallmark movies. Thank you. Um, hey, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I just want to remind people that my talk, 1071, wants you to buddy up for breast cancer because no one should fight it alone. So what we've done is teamed up with Southern Lights and your mammography experts over at Health Partners Park Nicollet. Make October your reminder month to schedule your mammogram. I'm doing it. Um, preventative care appointments. Do it all this month and then tell your buddies to do the same. You could find more by using keyword awareness at mytalk1071.com. When we come back, there is a, uh, a CEO who is pondering the benefits of a pet paw paternity leave. We will tell you the results of a survey that have to do with that when we come right back on My Talk 107. All right. We're back. Donna and Steve, who's not here, he had to leave a little bit early. So, DJ Rock Lobster, hanging out with me. You're my buddy. Yay. Let's study. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hmm. Okay. You got a new puppy. Last yes. year, right? This yes. year? Last this year. year. This year. How old's like your in, pup now? I'm like eight months or something. Aw. Yeah, he's something. He's Name? A Chico. Chico. Mr. Cheeks. I love it. Cheeker, Cheeker Beaks. Mr. Cheekerton. Got it. You know how it goes. I get the drift. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, is he like a designer dog? Kinda, a doodle, yeah, doodle? unfortunately is. Yeah, a mini Bernie Doodle. Oh Bernese meets poodle. How big is he? Not that big, you know, up to my knee maybe or something. He's it, mini, but he's still but growing. He, uh, he might be done. Is we'll he see. a mini poodle? Like, was it a miniature poodle and a Bernese? That that seems very unfair. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> but yeah, we got him. Dog. We got him from this uh, breeder that like three people here at the station have bought dogs from, and everybody, including so, our boss, pretty much two, but you know. Sales boss and programming boss. Oh. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, tell so, me what I need to know about okay, this. Okay, so the reason I ask is because there is a CEO. He's British, and he has sparked a firestorm on LinkedIn after asking the public whether he should grant paternity leave to an employee who had just purchased a puppy. Mm-hmm. His name is Roger Wade. He's the founder of an events company, 
And he asked this question and saying that this employee had asked him for an unspecified amount of paid time off. Get out of here. <laughs> no. Okay, maybe not paid time off. Dude, really? Well, I mean, there's. I remember when we got him, we were a little bit worried about losing sleep and staying up all night and letting That's him your out. issue. Right. Right? That's not your boss's problem. Well, you could say Children the same about having kids. I would say that that's different. I, I, I don't know how, I, except that right. one is human and, and one is not. I don't think uh, paid paternity time off is a thing we get here, right? I don't, I, I think, think I took is. a few days off. But yeah, not. I think Steve did. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Well, he's Steve. That's true. TV gets everything. Wait, sure. He's in for a rude awakening, isn't he? <laughs> Coming over to radio. Yeah. Uh, so this guy attached a poll to his question, giving people the option to vote on his uh, que- his you know issue. A whopping thirty four thousand people took part in the survey. How do you think this survey went, Rocco? If you had to take a guess, I think people went yes for paternity. You would be incorrect. Okay. A majority of 61% of people believe that the boss should not grant leave to the owner of the new puppy. Uh, He also got lots of comments beneath his post with several people eluding that the employee seemed entitled. Mm. Have people lost their minds? Said one. I feel this proposal discriminates against non-pawed pets. One woman growled. <laughs> oh okay, fine. What about my goldfish? If I get a puppy, um, or if a pet guppy gives birth, does that count for paid time off too? I mean, I my argument was going to be like, that's your choice to get a puppy. Right. But it's also your choice to have, have children. Kid, right. It's true. I mean, you know, sometimes people get little perks, you know? Like, do you ever think about people that take smoke breaks and stuff? How come they get to go, like, Sit outside for 15 minutes every now and yeah. then. I'm, just because I choose not to smoke, I don't get to go do nothing for 15 minutes. I do have a friend who feels very strongly about that. Like, what I, What if I just walked outside and just sat on a curb for 15 minutes? That's a good argument. I don't know. <sighs> but I do feel like maybe the pendulum is shifting that people do need to give employees, uh, you know, nicer things and... Because you've seen, I thought I saw a stat that like 3% of people quit their job, you know, last month because they have the leverage now to find the job they want or. That's true. You know, and maybe, You're right. maybe things need to shift. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back. But, you know, the, there's somebody on this um, LinkedIn, you know, survey that said, as someone with no children, I got a puppy two years ago and took a week's holiday to introduce and settle my, you know, my new pet into my home. And my employer at the time gladly granted this. Yeah. Come on, people. In today's harsh, negative, and work-heavy world, surely we can put more value to people's lives by considering those relatively small requests. I don't think you get two weeks of paid time off, though. And I don't think, when we got the dog, the fact that my wife's been working remotely really played into the decision to get a dog. Makes sense. Yeah, she'll be home. She can let him out. She can, you know, do the things. Yes, and be there and not, you know, have to worry about it, tearing apart the house. Yeah, that it came later. When he, <laughs> he loves to eat pillows and shoes. Oh, has he torn apart a pillow? Yeah, and feathers everywhere. And and, <gasps> yeah, and like I just bought some shoes. Those got chewed up. No, know. Rocco, you have to dog proof your house. We're yeah, we're learning that now. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but the thing is, they're so cute. For sure. And this is why I will never have a puppy. I cannot. I cannot deal with that. With all the eat biting and <clears throat> tearing and yep, I trouble nope, can't do it. The training, let someone else do it. Yes, all right. I'm, Katie Canine can help. She's on the radio every yeah. Sunday from four to six. I'd rather get a dog that's already trained. Okay, I have another animal story that I would like to share before okay. we uh, pause. I get it. The Cincinnati Zoo announced yesterday that it has so far vaccinated 80 of its animals against COVID-19. Zoo officials say handlers spent weeks getting those animals comfortable with everything that they would see and feel when they got the injections. And then they successfully vaccinated a variety of animals like a giraffe, their apes, their big cats, their goats, their river otters. Um, so the animals received two doses of the vaccine, which was made specifically for veterinarian, uh, veterinary use. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, what are we hearing about uh, COVID and animals? So big cats have been especially susceptible to COVID. So nine cats, um, at the national zoo in Washington, I believe have been infected with the virus. And then an unvaccinated lion at the Honolulu Zoo died from the virus. Uh, Let's see. There have been outbreaks of COVID among gorillas at zoos in San Diego and Atlanta. So, of course. Yeah. I never really heard about an animal vaccine till now. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Of course, there are, you know, going to be animal rights people criticizing programs to vaccinate them. I don't know. It's known that animals can get infected so if you can save their life. Yeah, who'd be against that? Nobody I know. <laughs> Good. Thank you, Rocco. All right, should we play a little yeah, game I heard, with Steve? Yeah, I heard we're going to do it with Holly. And I, when I heard that, I knew I needed to uh, amp up <laughs> Her questions the difficulty because she is a trivia master. Yeah, she is. She's really good. I'm really worried about this, but we're going to do it anyway. We need callers. We need a Gen Xer and a millennial to call us and you could win uh, a My Talk hat. Woo! So do that. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. For up to the minute entertainment news, try a dirt alert. 
at the top of every hour, plus extended dirt alerts at 820 and 12. All right, Rocco, you're going to have to uh, hit the button for me. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show featuring DJ Rock Lobster. Today, we also have a special guest. Holly Roberts is here. Hey. Let us play the Millennial X game. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. (sighs) I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. I'm excited. I'm hyped. Ready to go. She's going to slaughter me. Probably. I amped it up a little bit. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and we have a couple of side players here. Okay. So I don't know, Holly, have you ever played the Millennial X games before? I have not, Rocco. Tell me how okay. the game goes. So you are going to, you, a millennial, what year were you born? May I ask? 19, Is that weird? 1983. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that mm-hmm. make you, yeah. Yeah, I'm right. totally a millennial. So, I'm an elder millennial, though. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to ask you some Gen X questions, mm-hmm. and then we're going to ask Donna, the Gen Xer, some millennial questions, and we're going we're gonna to see who... Uh, wins out of the best of three and to play along with you let's see so the gen xer we've got on the phone is scott now holly at one point during the game you were allowed to go to scott and uh, ask him for help nice uh, and we can say hello to scott now hey scott hey scott hello hi hi Sc- scott <laughs> <laughs> scooty as steve would call you oh, where yes. are you calling from today I am calling from Egan. I'm sitting on the side of the road in a parking lot. Oh, my nice. gosh. And we won't waste your time. Yeah, Scott, you're south of the <laughs> river sitting in a parking lot. Great. If I need your help, I'm going to ask you for it. Okay. Hold on the line, okay? And now, do I get to meet Justin? Yeah, Justin's our, uh, if, if I remember correctly, he's our uh, donut guy in Woodbury, hey. right? Hey! Yeah, that's me. I'm Justin. Hi, Justin. You're What's a cool up? dude. I'm going to need your help, I'm sure, so stand by, okay? Got you. All right. Okay. He's got a smooth voice. Well, Justin's now, got yeah. you, Donna. Holly, I'm going to roll <laughs> I'm going to roll the wheel in here. You're going to need to spin that wheel. Great. Um, are you ready to spin that wheel? I'm going to do it now. Okay, go. <gasps> big money, big money. Come on. All right, here goes the wheel. Movies. Movies. Movies, it said. Nice. Holly, in yeah. uh, 1984, uh-huh. a movie written and directed by John Derrick and starring his wife, Bo Derrick, hmm. dominated the Golden Raspberry Awards, winning <laughs> Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Actor, Worst Actress, Worst Screenplay, Worst Musical Score, and Worst New Actor. Can you name that movie? No. I can't, Uh-oh. but I can tell you that it's not 10 because that was made by Blake Edwards. <laughs> okay, so that I can't tell you with a horny Dudley Moore. <laughs> Rest in peace, horny Dudley Moore. Um, no, I have no idea what wow. this is, and I can't even, you know, find it in the drawer. Maybe I went too hard. I think that that's hard. Rocco, that is well, a really hard. I thought it was 10 for sure. No, I mean, this... it is not 10. Think of all the golden raspberries at one. Wow. Worst picture, worst director, worst actor, worst actress, screenplay. 1984, Bo Derek, no thoughts? No, I, honestly, no. And here's the thing when you're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, they tell you 
that if you don't know, you got to talk it out and then ultimately just say, you know what? I don't know. Okay. And that's not right. ten. That's I, my answer. Not ten. Do you not want ten. to use your lifeline or do you want to save your lifeline? I'm going to save it. Okay. Because I don't think the lifeline's going to know that either, and I, I want to save that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're smart. Okay. I should uh, maybe I should pull up a musical cue for this because it, it was named after um, like a, a, a orchestra by Ravel. Uh, what do you call it? A symphony. Huh. Uh. And it goes like this. <laughs> That, of course, is Bolero. Oh, Bolero. Of course. Of course. Bolero. Wow, that's tough. Bronco. Holly, you've been on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I'm not going to ask you, you know, (laughs) who was this lead singer of Culture Club here? Come on. (laughs) Well, give me a boy George in there. Okay. Well, we'll see. (laughs) All right, I'm going to spin. Now I'm afraid that I made him too hard for you. You might have. Okay. Okay, here here I go. go. Oh, no, this is not going to be good for me. We're going to go to the 2003 Grammy Awards. And the award for Best Alternative Music Album went to the band with the album titled A Rush of Blood to the Head. Mm. Can you name that band? Mm -mm. A Rush of Blood to the Head. Come on, Donna, you got this. Do I? Yeah, you do. A Rush of Blood to the Head. 2003 Alternative Album? Yeah. Not like REM. It's somebody. 2003? Guys, I was deep in hee haw land. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to use my lifeline. All right, we'll see if Justin knows. Hey, Justin. Hey, Hello? buddy. Hi. Do you know the answer to that question? Um, I mean, Coldplay, maybe? That's what Let's we're going to. We're going to go with Coldplay. Final. Final. Yeah. There it is. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, so good. Good job, Justin. All right, yeah, I knew I wasn't going to get there. All right, good job. Yeah, but you got there with Justin's help. Way to go. Thank you. Nice. I like your positive uh, attitude. Does Steve get cranky in this game? Yeah, he's very competitive. Thank you. You can compete and be encouraging at the same time. Oh, I love it. Yeah. All right. All right, Holly, here we go. Music. All right. We're going to dip back to 1979 here. <laughs> At the Grammy Awards, the award for best country performance by a duo or group with vocal went to the singers of the ditty, Mamas, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys. Can you name one of the men who duetted on that song? All right. I'm writing down my answer. Yeah, because Donna was in Hee Haw Land at some point in time. <laughs> I know not in 1979, but you have that in your brain. Yep. I'm okay. Am I seeing chest hair? Can so, I'm gonna go? <laughs> I'm gonna go to my lifeline. I'm gonna go to Scott. I want to see if Scott also sees country music tufts of chest hair <laughs> in this. Scott, help me out. Oh, um. I want to say Willie Nelson was one of them. You know what? I'm going to go with Scott. I'm going to go with Willie Nelson as one of the men singing that song. Was it Waylon or Merle? It was Waylon and Willie. Nice. Waylon and Willie. Okay. Good job. Good job, Scott. Thanks so much. We've got good lifelines. 
You do. All right, we're tied up. All right. I am ready. All right, Donna, spin that wheel. Oh, okay, in the, the 1999 Academy Awards, uh, it was dominated by a movie that won Best Picture, Best Screenplay, Best Score, and Best Actress wins for Gwyneth Paltrow mm-hmm. and Judy Dench, who played Queen Elizabeth I. Okay. Can you name that 1999 Ye- movie? She was wearing that pink dress uh, that everybody was talking about. It was a... Oh, don't mix this up with the Claire Danes one. Oh, oh no. Oh, Donna. Mm, don't okay. mix it up. Uh, I'm just, was it Shakespeare in Love? Was that what this was called? Was it? Was it? Or wasn't it? Maybe. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, I'm going to say, oh, Romeo. <laughs> oh. Shakespeare in Love, final. Yeah. Yeah. Crowd goes wild. Yeah. Right. Go Donkey. Oh, thanks, Holly. Oh, All you're right. such a nice, supportive friend. <laughs> I think Holly needs this one to stay alive. Yes. All right, and, spin the wheel. Okay. All right, big money. Here we go. No whammies. No whammies. Lifestyle. 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 We're going to go to the world of the theater here. Mm. Uh, the 1980 Tony Awards were dominated. By an Andrew Lloyd Webber, <laughs> Tim Rice musical, starring Patti LuPone mm. and Mandy Patinkin. Oh, Avita, thank you. Bye. Ah, yeah. Okay, all right. Howie's all right. alive. Still alive. I'm alive. Two to two. Uh, 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 okay. Uh, stay Comes alive. Stay alive. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. I'm Ooh. not all wasting right. any time. Here I go. One, two, three. Headlines. Headlines. In 2005. Okay. Pope John Paul II passed away. Yes. Oh, no. And a new pope was elected. No. A German man named Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger. But what was his pope name? Pope name. Mm. (laughs) Was it? Okay, we had Pope John Paul, Pope Benedict. Was this the Benedict? Or do... or? Was Benedict our last one? Well, we still have one. That's true. <laughs> but the one, we still okay. have one. Uh, uh, I like this Pope. I mean, the current one. His name was, I'm not, I'm just going to blurt it out. Mm-hmm. Benedict. Pope Benedict. Yes, for the win. Yeah, oh, mugga. Okay, so you know what this I means, I could make Holly. you say it's Pope Benedict oh, XVI, but I, I won't. I knew you were going to say that. XVI. Did I just win? You did. You got all three, Holly. I think. Holly! Yay! I can't believe that I actually won. Yeah, but Rocco did me dirty with like that first Bolero. question. Oh. He the Bolero. Yeah, I thought every, I mean, Bolero was such a big deal that year because it was such a bomb and she was like super naked in it, you know? Everybody yeah, because I'm really it. keeping up on naked yeah. Bo Derek news. Well, he did you I wrong. was in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, thank you so much. Oh, that was much. so much fun anytime. Yay, and thank you to our lifelines. Yeah, you guys so were awesome. We'll say bye to J- Justin didn't win, right? Is that uh, how this works? My No, wait. Which Justin one? Justin did win. Oh, Justin win. did win for getting Coldplay. We'll say goodbye to Scott first. Thanks, right. Scott. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Scott, you're our buddy, boo. Yay, thanks. All right, all right, bye. And then Justin out in Woodbury gets the hat. Woo! Ooh, a hat. Thank you.
Wear it loud and proud. So, yeah, stay on the line. I'll oh, yeah, your... I'm going to wear it at work every day, so you guys got to come see me now. Well, nice. We definitely will. It just might not be until next spring. That's fine. Left goes on. Okay. All right. Thank you. When we come back, final stretch of the show, remember those Fisher-Price iconic plastic phones? Well, they can do something now that is very exciting. I will tell you about that and more coming up next on my talk. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs... Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and DJ Rob <laughs> hanging out with me because Steve had to leave a little early today. Hey, you watch The Sopranos, right? I didn't finish it, but I watched over half of it, yeah. Oh, Rocco, what's the I know, problem, it was one of those man. things. I think we had a kid and we, you know, it's hard. Oh, yeah. We watched happens. it back in the day when you would get the discs from Netflix. And we were like, oh, my gosh, yes, if we return same. this today, we'll get the new one by Thursday. And then we'll binge it, you know. Yeah. We went crazy for it. And we then did we, that. I think we had a kid and we stopped. I get it. Um, we did that with VHS tapes at my last radio station. One person would record them and okay. the next person would be waiting in queue to get those, and then they would pass them on to the next person. I love The Sopranos, and now one of the stars of The Sopranos, uh, Vincent Pastore, is in this new commercial in a Dracula-like costume, and he's playing the Gabagool. Now, I, <laughs> Gabagool is a um, like a deli meat. Right, like there's something called capicola, yes, which is like a spicy a ham. Or ham. A, but I think I, I've seen, it's either capicola, which is delicious, by the way, or it's some kind of sausage-y, I, I saw somewhere else. That, yeah, but they, on The Sopranos, they always say, hey, you got the gabagool. You know, like hey. if you were having a get-together, you need to bring the gabagool. Yeah, or, or they the, go in the fridge. Who ate all the gabagool? Yeah. And I think gabagool is capicola, you right. know, because you say brigitte instead of... Oh, prosciutto. prosciutto. Right. We say prosciutto. Uh, so anyway, uh, the joke is in the name. He is doing this commercial uh, for Dietz and Watson delicatessen uh, meats. So here he is teaching you how to make hoagie bites for your guests. Hey, it's me, the Gabagool. And today <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to make these Dietz and Watson hoagie bites for your Halloween guests. But on. This is friggin' delicious. Not for nothing. <laughs> but now, you gotta chop them into little pieces so your guests can enjoy them. See what I'm saying? Here you go. Tasty hoagie bites. Yeah, Here you go. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, I had to break the habit of saying, Maron. Did you hear him say that? 
Maron. Yeah, what is Maron? It's Madonna. Like mother of God. You oh, know? guess. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I used to say it all the time, and I then I realized, like, people are like, what is she saying? Now, we should rewind a little bit, because, you know, these are you're from the soprano part Land. of the country. I am. Does, when you watch that show, was it triggering? Was it like, oh, I know these kind of people? Um, a little bit, yes, because my the, they even filmed in my hometown where I grew up and went to, you know, school. And you were just across the, the river from the, the big city or no? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, um, I want to say in terms of minutes, but you can't really do that because of traffic. Right. I'd say like 15 miles. Was it a tunnel thing or a uh, tunnel? Yeah. Yeah. The tunnel or the. Bridge. Or the bridge. Get GWB. <laughs> I, this is fun, you know. This is fun. I, I like to learn about Donna and oh, the Sopranos. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, so a lot of the neighborhoods are neighborhoods where I grew up. So it's just kind of fun to Did see. Did you it. sense that there was criminal yes, activity? absolutely. Yeah? And you For knew sure. which people to not mess I with? I just, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had I worked wore shiny a- suits. and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd walk, Yeah. I've already said too much. Okay. Goodbye. There's um. There's <laughs> some. Uh, I mean, a lot of people know my name is Rocco Bonello. I'm all, I'm really only like a quarter Italian, but I have some. Me too. I have some uh, in my lineage. I have some uh, gangsta. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not that all. Do you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, I, from my understanding, somebody like a great uncle of mine uh, started a trucking company, a legit trucking company, but it it started from running, you know, stuff from like sure. Rockford to St. Paul back in, you know, Al Capone days and stuff. Yep, got yeah. it, got it. All right, I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to move on. Uh, Fisher Price has an iconic plastic phone. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Is that the one you wheel around? It has wheels on it? I'm not sure. Is that the popper? With the face? That's the popper thing. Okay. I don't, there's, but there's like a face on it, a Fisher Price. I'm yes, it yes, here. it is. You're okay. right. It looks like a car with a face on it. Yeah. And they came out in 1961, and every kid had one in the 80s and 90s, usually a hand-me-down. The newest version just got a major upgrade. It can now make real phone calls. That's crazy. They're selling a new Bluetooth version that looks like the classic version, but it pairs with your smartphone. So your kids can use it to make actual phone calls. Isn't that great? That is great. It's still got the classic rotary dial <laughs> that spins around. Did you have a rotary dial? Yeah, for sure. Really sucked trying to win a radio contest oh, back then. Oh, for sure. And if you, if you had a friend with like a lot of sevens or nines in their number, it's just I know. Forever. You're like, great. Um... So you can have fun teaching your kids what that whole digital uh, or that dial thing is about. They cost 60 bucks, by the way, and you can only get them at Best Buy. Not on sale yet, but you can pre-order one on Best Buy's website. Okay. That'll be a hot Christmas toy. I think so. I think it should be. What's hot right now for your kid? Uh, He likes the Fortnite. I mean, he is just all video games all the time. Yeah, He comes home, gets his homework done, goes, plays Fortnite. Does he go outside and play ever? A little bit. But yeah, you know, the thing is this, I mean, we, we go back and forth on this, the, the wife and I, because this is because of, you know, the way things are kind of tight with COVID. And there was some great news today about a kid's vax coming out. So yes. check the headlines on that. Right. But, you know, this is a way for him to interact with his buddies. He can play Fortnite or FIFA or, you know, Madden. And still have that connection. Yep. And yeah. so it's good that he's, you know, still hanging with his buddies, but. 
um, yeah, he likes the video games. Does he have a bike? Yep. Does he go out and do you let him just go out and ride and just go be home by? We did a little bit of that. And it was it was kind of fun to see him kind of hang with the neighborhood kids this this summer, you know, instead of because he goes to a school where uh, out kind of about 20 minutes away from home. So okay. it was fun to see him go out biking with the neighborhood kids and stuff like that. But that's nice. Now we're kind of back to video games. Again. Yep. Yep. It always comes back to the video games. Yep. And I can't blame him because like I tell my wife, like when I was a you young Gen Xer, I played Atari and ColecoVision yeah, and Nintendo for sure a ton too. It's what we did. I did too. I did nice. too. And then I outgrew it though. We should bring in uh, like some Atari here and play, like, play like Pitfall and stuff. Okay. Do you yeah. have asteroids? I could. I, my doctor cleared that pew, up. Pew. <laughs> Your butt doctor? Yes. <laughs> the pew, pew, pew. Oh, yeah. That was so much fun. Is that what it was called? Yeah, asteroids? there was asteroids. You kind of spun your rocket ship around and shot at the little things that are coming, are coming down at you. From, okay, yeah. But there was also Space Invaders. That was more of a coming That's what down. I'm thinking. Yeah. Space Invaders. That's yeah. a good one, too. All right. See, I know things. You do. Um, You're Gen like, Xer. Yeah, man. You just won a contest proving. Wait, no, you won because you knew millennial things. Sorry. Yeah. I just know a lot of things, Rocco. That's why we like you. I know that listener rewards for the month of October for IE. See what I did there? Um, You can enter to win a pizza oven for your grill. You could win Ray-Ban sunglasses from Shopco Optical. You could win round-trip airfare from Sun Country Airlines to fly to Asheville, North Carolina, which is very beautiful. See everything up for grabs and listener rewards on our app or... At mytalk1071.com, keyword something or other. Rewards, I think. Good show. We don't need Steve. We don't need Steve. What are we going to do the rest of the day? You want to buy me lunch or something? You owe you... I bought you lunch yesterday. Okay, fine. Now you you owe me I probably owe you another one. No, I owe you for an ice cream and for some chicken sandwich. It's called a Frosty. Whatever. Bye. All right. (laughs) Colleen and Bradley are coming in next, you guys. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 9. Have a great rest of your day.